It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the dungeon. I just realized we never nicknamed this place. We had the bunker. We had the bunker 2.0. Yeah, we had the uh, supposedly fake building in the Capitol Buildings, Capitol Records Building. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, mean, fan, some people claimed it was, but we were there. It's kind of yeah, no, because it's it's unbelievable that that we would have a sweet office suite up in a. You know, a suite spelled both ways. And it's kind of better because we started there, and look how far we've fallen. So we're kind of, like, climbing back up. Yeah, they we tried started to cancel at... us, but it ain't going down. Not, we... in this, not in this city. If I remember correctly, we went from the roof of Capitol Records to literally the roof of a shitty one-story pizza shop on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. And then, uh, and now, here we sit high atop Mount Olympus. Oh, yeah, we're high. Yeah, Mount Olympus is a cool neighborhood in Hollywood, if you don't know. Uh, yeah, they got, like, those big circle houses. Anyway, this hat's off, gloves off. <laughs> hats off to those who deserve it, gloves off to those who deserve we're it. We're doing things, all right? Finger pointing, finger blasting, patting on the back, and patting on the fanny. You do a good, you get a good. Hats off to you, sir. You do a bad, you get a bad. And it's gloves off on you. So uh, we just basically try to add some uh, yin to the yang and yang to the yin. Uh, what I'm going to start with a quick one here. Um, this is definitely going to be a, a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. All right. So this guy, uh, uh, I think um, it's this is from an English website, which this is the first gloves off. Uh English site, American story. Why am I not getting this from CNN? The fake news is not sharing these kind of stories with me. I got to go all the way across the pond. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't the seem right. The pond is supposed to come to us. So this this story that should have seen come across, like, honestly, we need to fire an intern or something because this should have come across my desk a lot sooner. Uh, you've heard of PP, right? Uh, the stuff that comes, PP, the liquid that comes out of your PP. Yeah, yeah, not like hey, don't touch your PP, like because I mean, no, it can mean the thing. You're like the... urine. Yes, correct. You've uh, heard of PP. Yes, you've heard of poo poo. Indeed. And you've heard of cum. Cum, yeah, I know all three. Three I... things, two holes. <laughs> three things, two holes. Yeah. Three tubes, because one of the holes got two tubes in it, right? One hole, two holes. This guy. <laughs> this gentleman got all his shit crossed. Apparently, he went in for a routine procedure, and at any given time, he can poop out of his wiener <laughs> and piss and come out of his butt. Dear Lord. <laughs> Fire that intern. Dear, oh, so, I mean, thank God. I'm, I'm glad it's someone from another country and not America, because be, that's really embarrassing. I mean... <laughs> All doctors in England are probably really ashamed that one of theirs somehow mixed up all the tubes. Yeah. And now we got cum butt over here. Doo-doo cum. Doo-doo cum McGee. Give me a pint, please. No. You come out of your butt. Get out of here. I want one point for real cummies. <laughs> Governor. 
According to the report, a 33-year-old unnamed man. Yeah, you better stay yeah, unnamed, fella, or else. Hide that name. Hey, we're trying to bring light to this story, but you should you tell your name. I'm going to bully you. I'm going to cyber bully you. Uh, unnamed man has gone to the hospital with complaints of testicular pain. He also mentioned, this is the hilarious part. He went to the hospital for testicular pain. And they're like, is anything else going on? He's like, well, actually, I've been pissing and coming out of my ass. <laughs> Which, first of all, you know me. I'm a skeptic. So my... Go ahead. Was the pain coming from poop filling his balls? <laughs> I don't think it says so. I, I, but uh, you'd have told you'd asked me this yesterday. I'd say, sir, that's impossible. But now this guy is shitting out of his dick and doing cumsies with his pee out of his butt. <sighs> Anything is possible. So this guy's nuts are just filling up with fucking shit. Yo, what's up with that weird ass <laughs> thick pee guy over there? It's so funny, though. He goes into the hospital for testicular pain, and then the doctor's like, all right, well, I don't know. Your your uh, blood pressure's fine. Heart rate's fine. Anything else? Like, just while we're running tests, you're like, oh, yeah, I've been coming out of my ass. You're like, all right, well, normally people come in for that. Also, he didn't connect to the two. Which is like, oh, my balls hurt, and I'm coming out of my butt. <laughs> yeah. Probably just thought he was gay and was embarrassed. Well, that was my first thought. This is what I was saying is, uh, you know, I'm a skeptic, right? So my initial thought is it's one of those cases where, like, I- I'm sure you saw the story of uh, this wife. She was posting. It's like a screen grab from a mommy blog or whatever. And she's like, yeah, masks aren't good. My husband had to wear a mask on a business trip and he came home with chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like the guy's like, the vaccine made me gay. It's like, hey, there's 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 definitely serious side effects to the vaccine, but I don't think it makes you want cock. Uh yeah this is like i mean well this is where this is real life but i keep being reminded of uh the guy who is the voice of homer simpson plays a doctor in arrested development he keeps doing surgeries where he's like i tighten the muscles in your calves so you should be able to theoretically you'll be able to jump much higher yeah and he's like yeah i switch your ring and your index finger first time it's ever been done (laughs) (laughs) stuff where like you think this guy knew what he was doing like it's got to work, right, theoretically. The doctor? I mean, they're just these tubes, right? And that's the poop tube. What if I splice the cum in the poop tube? Well, so that's the thing is like, well, so first of all, my first thought is is just a gay guy who's dump, who's dumping out cums out of his butt. And he's like, maybe he's got a split personality. So he's like, oh, I don't know. Roger is gay, but I'm straight as an arrow. Yeah, I, I don't be- know why I'm shitting all this cum. Yeah, it's just the doctor's like, anything else besides the surgery? He's like, well, I do get punched in the balls repeatedly by boxers <laughs> at a dominatrix club and i have strange men come in my butt but that doesn't make sense yeah i i don't, I don't know what are you getting at here doc but also <laughs> it's fucking uh i you brought this up but i i thought of it as well was uh what if you know we all know surgeons are sociopaths they say like 80 percent of surgeons are like legally sociopath i don't know if it's a legal term but they have know. like egos of chefs and like rock stars yeah but also it's like it's good though because if you're cutting me open i want you to be have zero emotion you know what i mean and they also yeah they say they're like uh super competitive and they all drive like nice cars and shit like surgeons are fucking wild dudes they're all like they're like the same as like wall street guys you yeah know they're like I mean? play hard party hard kind of guys i've yeah. partied with surgeons and uh, they surpassed my expectations of good of a good time. Well, it's not like so. I have friends who are like EMTs, and they get like PTSD from doing that job because they're like a lot. Actually, a lot of them want to come down here because it's like just dealing with homeless people rather than like oh, like you know, in a slow area, all they do is like scrape up babies off the road, and you know what I mean. 
Yeah, and they don't even pay them that much. That's yeah. not worth it. But, like, doctors, they have a full fucking... I mean, surgeons specifically, they have, like, a, like an actual mental block that allows them to just slice people. So I'm thinking... Scroll down a little bit. They're saying this is because this guy had drug abuse. He a long history of drug abuse, 10-plus years. He's uh, The tubes are all fucked up from a surgery he had to have done to his guts at some point. So I like to think that this doctor was like, what is this, a fucking drug addict? You know what I mean? I was reading the book last night. I saw a YouTube video from Russia. Let me see if I can swip these tubes up. Yeah, I think that... It, low, yeah, I think it might But I also don't know because like an intestine is like... You know, like an inch or so around, I imagine. You know what I mean? That's like a thick, like pneumatic air hose, at least. As far as breaking the seal? To pass shit, at least. And then it empties into the colon, and then it's got to go through the old turd cutter. But then pee and cum, I have to imagine those are much, much smaller tubes. So is there a splicing situation going on, or did he just hook this guy's fucking intestines up to his his balls? I like, yeah, he's like putting actual clamps. He has like a little welder in there. <laughs> <laughs> how can you weld? How can you weld flesh? Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's three D printing parts in the back. <laughs> There's one of those rats with the ear on its back, just running around in the background. Yeah, he could be making his own tubes. So the guy had a swelling in his left testicle, a defect in the rectal wall, possible urinary infection, abnormal opening between the prostate and the rectum. Because of these compounding issues, the two organs were interacting with each other in unusual ways. I refuse to believe that's what's happening. The only way this isn't deliberate on the part of the doctor is he just left everything untied, so it's all just pooling up somewhere behind his belly button and then, you know, taking the path of least resistance. Yeah, drug use doesn't make cum come out of your butt. (laughs) Not from the inside. It can put cum in your butt from the outside. But if this story's true... Yeah, he uh, doctor forgot something, left, put the wrong hose in, sent the uh, Hershey Highway south when it should have been going north. You know, I don't. uh, Uh, So it says uh, uh, it's from. So this surgery that took place, he was admitted to the hospital like two years ago because uh, he was in the hospital for more than three weeks. Because he was intoxicated with cocaine and a hallucinogenic drug, which is the guy parties, right? Coke and a, like, you know what I mean? What are you kicking it up? You, your Molly, your fucking, your acid needs a little kicker, which I'm not opposed, but yeah. So what? But I don't know how that makes cum come out of your butt. Well, yeah. I mean, I fucking what's that called? Candy flipping or yeah. I don't know, I've mixed drugs in my life, and the cum. Rem- continues to flow out of the pee hole. Thank you very much. <laughs> you imagine a guy gives you acid and it's got like Bart Simpson on. He's like, "This one will make you come out of your ass." <laughs> this is the stuff the Grateful Dead used to have, man. I've heard about this. Man. <laughs> so apparently, during this, he slips into a coma and they gave him a urinary catheter. That's ground zero. Whoever inserted that catheter, I I don't know what medical board I need to inform or who needs to see this. But if you guys are looking me to cancel somebody. Do a little legwork, be a good guy for once, and reach out, f- do some actual journalism. Find this doctor, because he's the one responsible for fucking shit dick over here. Unfortunately, the doctors were able to close up the fistula, and the patient made a full recovery. Apart from he- decreased levels of sperm and, of course, the eventual semen leakage from his anus. <laughs> They'd start the paragraph going, and the, yeah, but the, you know, they installed the catheter, and everything was successful. Oh, well, as- aside from... Uh, the only cum he could produce was coming out of his butt. 
then the surgery didn't go well. Uh, Dude, imagine giving a girl a facial like that. I'm gonna uh, come on your tits, babe. <laughs> you turn around and spread your cheeks, and just diarrhea come all over her. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing too. So it's not these tubes aren't exclusive. So he's while he's shitting, cum comes out, and sometimes pee. But also when he pisses, it has shit in his piss. But he can't come out of his dick. His dick has to be infected all the time if there's shit coursing through it. Well, yeah, that's why he's at the hospital. That's probably why he has. That's probably why he has the testicular pain. This Dude. is why I'm saying he's burying the lead, going like, I don't know, my dick hurts sometimes. Oh, by the way, I'm fucking blowing loads out my ass. <laughs> I feel like with this story leading, uh, no one's listening anymore. Oh no, let's switch it up. We, <laughs> we're keeping it moving. Uh, uh, that's about it. I think we covered it. Guy's coming out of his ass. I said that, I don't know, 12 times. I think that's good. What do you got? I got a hats off. Hey. Hats off to you, sir. I just got to give a hats off to uh, Dodger Nation, everybody. Dodger Nation's getting a hats off to uh, my new friend. <laughs> it ain't Chavez Ravine, motherfuckers. Anyway, uh... My co-host, Mitchell, and I went to a Dodger game. Our new friend, Chris, got us tickets, and I'm eternally grateful. It's uh... Dude, she's to the point. She's blunt as fuck. She tells she rules, you what dude. she wants. She fucking rules. And you can choose to listen or not. It's dude, up to you, after bro. The, I liked her so much when she, we were saying bye when the game was over. I gave her a hug. She's like, oh, we're hugging, I guess. And I was like, I don't know. You just, I've, you've endeared <laughs> yourself so much. I love you. Yeah, I did have the moment of the game where like, are we walking out together? I still want to talk to you. I like immediately jumped so I could sit next to her and yeah. then... Learn that she already had cooler friends sitting next to her. And, <laughs> well, you got to was... work your way up the ladder. Hey, you know what you need to do? Get those guys' numbers and just constantly be texting them. <laughs> they're sitting right next to her. If you keep sending them messages, it's going to look like they're on their phone the whole time. You're moving up the ladder, dude. Well, I'm really bummed because they're not even coming. Dodgers are away until the 28th, so I'm not going to see because she... I believe one I'm, game back, baby. I'm hoping I uh, she's going to invite me to another game, and I want to. Um, talk to her some more but now i have this gap so i just like have been emailing her after the games are over and being mm-hmm. like oh that sucked san francisco won and the dodgers lost oh and, okay uh, she's not responding <laughs> how'd you get her email that's the only way she communicates oh really? no phone no anything so if i want to go to a game or maybe like because i never have any notice so let's say i know there's a home game on monday I'm just checking my email all day, and I'm not. I don't have a job where I need to check. Because you an can't email. ask to go, but you got to. I don't want. It's, but yeah. if she throws an invite, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, these seats are incredible. I've been to hundreds of Dodger games in my life. Best seats I've ever had. Me too. Again, with I've been going to Dodger games forever. I've never. I don't even think I've been on the lower level before. And this was just. They oh, just, I, I have, but bro, when we walked up. You were taking me down. I was like, these are pretty good seats. And then you got to the rope lady. Who undid the rope? Who was a midget? Eh, well, she was. We got a midget rope lady because the last rope lady was like a 19 year old girl and she was mean and not cool. (laughs) I like this one because she wasn't mean, but she was not happy either. Like she was just purely indifferent. I don't know if she was legally a midget. She was really small. Well, their job She could have just been Guatemalan. Because from what I understand, the only thing they do is make sure you have the right ticket to get through this velvet rope, take away all the beach balls that show up. And then yell at people for being out of their seat. So yeah. the job is brutal. Yeah. So it's probably you're not smart. making any friends. No, you're not making any friends. But it was just great. I'm not even like, dude. It was. I've never 
we had there was pork chops. The food part was crazy, which we it was just a great. I didn't game. even I I <laughs> here here was my menu. I got a Dodger dog that I loaded up trash style. I got nachos, chili and cheese, and jalapenos, and then. I was like, fuck. Well, we're in this special box. I can't just get nachos and a Dodger dog. So I went back and got like the rosemary baked chicken and yeah. just like threw a leg on top of my nachos because I was like, I can't just completely miss out on what they have to offer down here. Yeah, that's what I did. I looked, I'm like, salad looks really nice. Took like three bites of it. Yeah. Just got like one tiny scoop. And then, yeah, I got like two pieces of pork. And then also it didn't really weigh out because my whole thing was like, oh, this is all free. Like we got the wristbands. We're fucking chilling, dude. And then I go up to the, because you got to buy the beer. And it was $19 for a tall can. Oh, so you should have just bought it from the regular booth. I should have just on my way back to the seats because I think they're only like $16 out in the open. Yeah, they are. I was thinking. But because this place was like a lounge. It was like a VIP lounge, like at an airport, like. The bartender was wearing like a tie and shit. I'm like, no, I'll go buy some golden With road the from boys. the lady. Yeah, I do feel like, oh, fancy boy over here. <laughs> like when she asked me where I normally sit, I just point into the outfield. I'm yeah. like, that's where I sit when I can afford it. Yeah, and then that's when I sit where I sit normally. Mm-hmm. But dude, that game was amazing. Three protesters came out, stormed the field, so we got. I to watch. told you it was organized. Everybody's like, wow, that's crazy. Three one game. I'm like, no, they were holding something, man. Yeah, they were protesting Chavez Ravine, so they're holding signs of like the original names of some of the streets in Chavez Ravine, something like that. But uh, I mean, also, they tackled hey, men and women equally. Late. I'm just saying that everyone's always bashing Dodger security, saying <laughs> they don't do a good job, and they let all the Giants fans get killed. They tackled all three of those fucking loco people right away. They're a I commend you, Dodger. Late, if you're protesting, if you're protesting the de- destruction of this neighborhood to build a giant sports stadium, don't wait until. This is just for the kids out there thinking of protesting. Don't wait until the stadium has been built for. In fact, I th- how isn't Dodger Stadium like the second or third oldest stadium now? Yeah, it's Wrigley, Wrigley Fenway Dodger Stadium. And you guys, you're like all of a sudden or Fenway Wrigley. I don't know what the order is. What do you but, expect? What's your goal? Uh, yeah, and to raise it, awareness, but also for what you want to build houses in the parking lot, like what's. But yeah, it, it was also. Very... Have you seen Chinatown? Like when they did some fucked up shit to build L.A. They're banned for life. So if they, hopefully, I, I'm really hoping they're like Padres fans, or they really don't like the Dodgers mm-hmm. because. That's what stopped me from running on the field when I've been really drunk. There is knowing I'll be banned for life, and then I think like, how would they even know? Yeah, how would they enforce it? But I don't want to take the chance. I don't have ID. But, uh, dude, it was it was so funny, though, because they did it on Fernando Mania night, which I understand, except the only reason the Dodgers even have a Latino fan base again is because of Fernando. So it was like, the reason nobody gives a fuck that we screwed over the Mexicans anymore or because this Mexican with a really cool arm showed up and just threw really No, hard. yeah, I, I mean, I've been told uh, Mexicans hated the Dodgers forever because of what they did to Chavez. And then it took until Fernando, and everybody's like, all right, you guys are cool. And now... Now we have Urias and... Yeah, his fucking flag bobblehead and everything. But the... uh, I'm just saying, it's... I mean, I'm just... I'm confused. Are you just trying to raise awareness? But then also, you know what I mean? Like, general awareness, but then, like, for what? You know what I mean? Because you go, okay, this happened in the 60s, right? What about literally 20 years before that? You know what I mean? Everything is built on stolen land in this fucking country. So are we just going to... It's just skeleton under skeleton under skeleton. Yeah. Like, 
the it seems to me that the world was built on the bones of persecuted people. <laughs> It almost appears that way, and people who deny it are living in a fantasy land, but I don't know. Because I was talking to someone like that at the comedy store, where I was like, yeah, I've heard this place is haunted because it's buried on an old, uh, it's you know, it's an old graveyard, and they're like, really, what graveyard? I'm like, take your fucking pick of whatever people that were here Somebody's first, buried, then know. they got killed, and then we built a club. Yeah. Uh, it's that scene of Poltergeist, when he's they're standing up on the hill, and they're looking down, they're like, that's yeah. so weird, you're going to move this cemetery, and he's like... All of this, we moved to cemetery, and he's like still not putting it together in his head. The move at that Dodger game that makes it actually VIP for me because I don't really care about like the fancy food, but uh, they have a nacho station, so you can make a chili cheese Dodger dog, which is not available anywhere in the park. On in the world. In the world. You know what I did not like though? They had uh, the the bowls, the giant bowls of chili and cheese. Mm-hmm. They were up on pedestals. It was tough. And then the sneeze. And, and then the sneeze guard was only like four inches above the bowl, but there was like a 12 inch ladle. So you could only get like a third of a ladle full, and you're like bringing your shit up next to it so you don't spill all over the fucking salsa. Yeah, and I didn't want him to know it was our first time. So I was trying extra hard not to get nacho cheese on that roof. But <laughs> oh, you're not going to beat that. But uh, man, it was, and it, it was so, so cool. Hey, that's the glass ceiling they don't talk about. Yeah. That is, yeah, actually. We should talk about that. The nacho glass ceiling. Someone needs to raise it. I'm going to run onto the field at next game, raising awareness for the low nacho ceiling. Because what's funny about being in such a fancy area is in the beginning of the game, there are a bunch of people, and by, like, the fifth inning, it's pretty empty. Yeah. And at the very least, this Chris lady and the group she's assembled, it's all diehard Dodger fans. Right when we got there, she looked at me and said, I invited you back because you weren't on your phone last time. And then... Mitch and I just put our phones in our pockets, <laughs> and I let her know that sometimes I record videos because I like to capture moments. Oh, yeah, you had, to, she, you had to, like, clear it with her. And Because she even said, she goes, I saw you pick up your phone on that Mookie hit, and I said, I thought it was going to be a home run. I was, She was making sure I wasn't texting someone, and I was like, no, I was wanted to capture the moment, and, dude, it's just it's so fucking funny. Because the first time I went, I never met this lady. I get an email from her. She sends me the ticket, so I go by myself. So I was really nervous about, like, like... how do you go to play, like, poker in, like, Chinatown, like, in some basement? Yeah, and I had no idea that she was vetting me for future games because the other person she invited was on the phone with his wife the whole time texting. That's why he got kicked out, what she said, for the whole season. (laughs) (laughs) You're banned. So, uh, anyway, I just, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, just don't say no to things. Keep your heart open and your eyes closed. (laughs) Yeah, she. Well, you. Sh- we showed up a- in the second inning. She was pissed. I even emailed her later, and I was like, "You know what?" I get- anyway. I. But you were like, "You're like, sorry, Mitch works," and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I don't know. Yeah, I felt bad, but I didn't know. And yeah. then she's like, "Well, where?" She's like, "What do you do?" And and I was like, "Huh?" And she's like, "Uh, <laughs> she's like, you're late because of your job. What do you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I make props." And she shot me a look, like, "Huh?" I was like, "Like props, like uh, fake stuff for movies and stuff." And she goes, oh, okay. And then just, and then I, while I'm still standing there, she fucking just went back to watching the game. But because uh, it is all Hollywood people, like she, her dad, some sort of. Uh, she I also don't know. just said that at one point. She's like, and my dad was loaded. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she just said. That's why I love how blunt she is. She said something to me. She goes, uh, "Yeah, I was raised really rich, so I'm pretty manipulative." And <laughs> so and so and so. And her manipulation was like benefiting me. Some I don't know. Whatever it was, manipulate away, lady. Uh. Dude, I love that. Just love the vibe. And they're all just so, they're way into it. Uh, yeah. She told me to take my fucking mask off. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was worried about all that stuff. Like the first time, I didn't want to like talk too much, but I wanted to talk to her. And I, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful for uh, the experience, man. Those dudes sitting behind us. I guess those seats belong to like Spotify. Mm-hmm. So they sat down and they like said hi to her. So I thought they were with the group because they were in the same row. So I read, I was like, hey, how's it going, guys? And I introduced myself. And then they just went on to talk about like sh- they're both apparently marketers for Spotify, and they were just annoying as shit, just right behind me the whole time. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I would have known. I could have just given him a wave. You know what I mean? I did a full introduction. I thought you were friends of the family. I thought it was Chris's nephew. Because so, she always tells me that the reason I get to go is because her, uh, her, her nephews never want to go. So I thought, anyway, well, uh, I'll be her I'm nephew. Is, all I'm hearing is we need to keep her nephews busy. Just yeah. slowly you know, add obstacles to their life. <laughs> just break the plumbing at their house. We're like paying prostitutes to date them and stuff. <laughs> paying Russians to steal their laptops. Um, no, right. I'm just kidding. Well, there's no consequences for that. So go Dodgers. I'm just ant when you meet really cool L.A. people because uh, they're not all cool L.A. people. And this is like a real deal, genuine-ass person who does not suffer fools. Because after I hung out with her the first time, I emailed her. I said, you're funny as shit. And you're so blunt, it makes me nervous. I love it. Yeah. And she just goes, my father did not suffer fools, and neither do I. And I was like, hell yeah. This... I uh, I want to know her dad, because he, he clearly was like a very important figure in her life. Yeah. And possibly the city. It's like Ray Charles or something. <laughs> that's why she's blind? Also, I didn't know she, she literally yeah, had that's a... why she's blind. She's not black, but she is blind. <laughs> Because she, she was it's at night and she's wearing like hardcore blind person glasses and had like the red and white stick, but, but she was watching the game and like she'd look me in the eyes and stuff and I was like, all right, what's going on? Well, and she knows when people are texting. So from what she, I believe one eye is a hundred percent blind and then one eye is just like a sixty year old eye. I oh, okay. think that's her situation. That's not a bad situation at sixty. Hey, she's at the games and she's loving it. As long as I'm at the games, dude. I said I told I talked about this with my girlfriend. She's like, yeah, like she just agreed immediately. She's like, yeah, older, no nonsense ladies. That's your demographic. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's one of them for sure. Oh, it's a great demographic because those those are the ones it's like this is how kind of life is from like this is a yeah, this is going to be super sexist. But from like a male sexist perspective, I don't want to fuck older women, but they're the ones who still know how to cook. Yeah. And I like to fuck the women my age or but uh they're not very good at cooking. So bring them all together and let's hang out. Let's all go to a Dodger game. Yeah, you need to take a brain of an old lady <laughs> and, and weird science her into get this doctor if he can switch fucking dick and shit. Oh, nice callback. That's that's a dude. We're calling that doc. <laughs> we're switching some tubes. We're getting new brains, we're peeing out of and we're yeah, we'll switch them though for to make it more sexist. Like she'll squirt out of her ear or something yeah. like that. So now you going for a consultation, <laughs> which is with an old lady and your girlfriend, and you're just like, "Hey, doc, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out." When I, I read about this story, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if there's a series of tubes we can manipulate so you can make this hot one with nice tits cook. If I get her hot enough and I rub her coochie in the right way, can she squirt out of her nostrils, yes or no? <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Chris. Love you, gal. Um, this is a funny one. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Sure. 
So the Jalisco cartel, are you aware? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The most powerful cartel. I, I mean, as of now, I think over the last couple years. there. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we had Al-Qaeda, and then it was like the Taliban, and then they'd be like, whoa, but they actually came from like Mahujadeen, and they fractured, and then like, you know, they became ISIS. So it was always like you had to kind of figure out who the flavor of the month was going to be. You always know in Mexico. Mexico, it's. I feel like for like four or five years now, it's just Jalisco cartel, which good on you guys. I, they read the 48 Laws of Power or something. Yeah, and they, they took over the avocado industry, so I believe that's why we have affordable avocados still. Yeah. And they got into fentanyl, so now we can, I guess, get killed locally instead of by the Chinese. If I'm going to die, it's going to be at a farmer's market. <laughs> so, first of all, I, w- one big thing I want to point out with this story is I love how ingrained the cartels are in society that they refer to them like they're like politicians. So, like, in this story, they keep constantly referred to, like, the leader of the Jalisco cartel. And one of his representatives said such. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, the trouble that, like, companies in America go through for, like, public relations and, like, spinning things and the White House press secretary and, like, how they have to phrase things. But over here, they're just like, and the representative was on the news last night for the Jalisco cartel responsible for murdering 48 people in a school bus full of children. Yeah, they're actually asking them, like, (laughs) yeah, no, I know his number. He's an all right guy when he's not murdering. It's one of those, like, Fox News shows where there's just, like, the host and then, like, three other panels where they're all just yelling over each other. (laughs) But it's like... The, the, the host, and then below him is like a lady who's just like dressed kind of nice, and then like a lady in a pantsuit, and then above him is just like a guy in like a, a ski mask with like the skull printed on it. And he's like, I don't think you guys are giving us a fair shake, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and that's basically what this story is. is From day one. The <laughs> so, uh, the video circulated Monday showing a mass and heavily armed man surrounding a, uh, men surrounding a man seated at a small desk who delivered a message and said he was uh, from Ruben Osaguerra Cervantes, uh, a.k.a. El Mencho. Literally, they just know the guy's name. You know what I mean? Where it's like... The El Mencho? El Mencho. So he's a mensch? Like, is that like from the Yiddish thing? He could be Jew. It's that thing where, you know, you get all the way to the top and... Who knows? Surprise, surprise, it's a Jew again. No, but the uh, he's the leader of the Jalisco cartel, which is funny, because I guess we knew about that, too. You're like, everybody knew, like, hey, Gotti runs the five families or, you know, this and that. But um, they're just like, yeah, yeah, I work for Ruben. You know, you think you'd, like, try to keep it secret, or but it's just like, no, I, yeah. He's got, like, letterhead from the office of, of El Mencho. <laughs> 200 uh, cartel way. <laughs> Um, the zip code is cocaine. They said it was unaware. Uh, were. Uh, it was unclear whether the spokesperson was reading a message from Ruben himself, Old El Menchi, or um, just kind of you know his boss was like, eh, say something you know along the lines of send her flowers. You know you can forge my signature. Yeah, yeah. Well, was did it, yeah? Did the representative? Tell them, or did the representative tell them? <laughs> Gun to the head. So the message complained that uh, Millennio Television, which I believe is 1,000 televisions, uh, a national cable news channel associated with a major newspaper chain, was favoring so-called self-defense groups that are battling the Jalisco cartel in the Mochacoan state. Micha, Michoacan. Michoacan? Yeah, sure. He singled out uh, Mileno, anchor, uh, Mileni, Mileno? Oh, it says Millennio, and then down here it says Mileno. Anyway, I think that's a type of cookie. Anyway, the anchor for this channel, uh, something Uresti, uh, 
threatening to kill her and make her eat her words, which is very cartel of you. It's the way to stay on brand. You can't eat if you're dead. Uh, the man alleged that the vigilante groups that they were battling were actually rival drug traffickers and only organizations that could afford the armament those forces had at their disposal. He's like, so he's, uh, he's calling them out on their shit. He's like, no, these are like, ri- like, these are our rivals. They're just trying to take our turf. They're not vigilante crime fighters. And they're like, oh, that's so ridiculous. And he's like, where do you think they get all these guns from? He's like, how do you, they got tanks and stuff. We got tanks. Where do you think we get our tank money? <laughs> Selling <laughs> drugs. Now they got tanks. What do you think? There's some fucking Batman. It's just, I wish I spoke Spanish, but the guy is just like, yeah, they got guns. They got equipment. How do you think? It's like, bro, we're the Jalisco cartel and they're going toe to toe with us. Where do you think they're getting the money for that? Kind of, a, you know. He's trying to rat, yeah. It's They're not a just little... pulling out a petty cash <laughs> a at, at vigilante headquarters. Pot calling the kettle black situation. Exactly. Brown, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, so the leader of the uh, self-defense force, allegedly, uh, who made a name for himself fighting the cartel like a decade ago, um, has distanced himself from this specific scandal, which leads me to believe he's telling the truth. This guy... Beat up the cartel 10 years ago. Now he's going to get toe-to-toe with the Jaliscos, bro? That's pretty cool. With equipment? I mean, yeah, it's going to be a great, you know, part three to Sicario, but... Uh, yeah, the Narcos episodes on that one are going to be good. <laughs> so this is... And then at the end of it, they're like, so, so what do you want? What do you want from us? And he goes, just fair, fair coverage. That's all I want. He's, <laughs> they're like, they're flipping out. And he's like, hey, man. We're drug dealers. I get it. And the city doesn't like it, but like half the politicians are in our pocket. It's a weird thing down here. All I'm asking for is fair coverage. You guys are painting these guys as some heroes. And honestly, we, we, our guys got families. They work really, really hard and they don't deserve to be slandered. Yeah. We may be cartel members, but, uh, we shit come like everybody else. All right. <laughs> Call back. So, uh, presidential spokesman. Uh, Jesus Ramirez Cuevas said on Twitter, which is also hilarious, that just it's insane that the level Twitter operates on now. Where it's, it's like one thing where like Trump is tweeting crazy stuff. Now it's like no, there are a videos. Spokesperson uh, for the president is like just leaving a tweet reply on a tweet of like the video posted by the news network of this cartel member. Be like, you better give us a fair shake or I'm gonna cut your fucking head off. Yeah, Twitter, yeah, seeing how all the videos I saw of just, like, uh, terrorists stealing helicopters and stuff for, yeah. like, bright-eyed 18-year-old kids like I once was, being, like, stoked, I'm in a helicopter, this is U.S. <laughs> military. Um, And obviously, they bring up the fact threats against journalists are not empty talk in Mexico, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you're in the game, you're in the game, you know what I mean? I learned that from Sopranos. We're not going after your women or kids, dude. But if you chose this life, this life's going to choose you back in a bad way. So don't get involved, presidential spokesman. Stay out of the game. Uh, uh, that's about it. Cartel gunmen arrived, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then they just, like, recount, you know, this has happened to a journalist before, blah, blah, blah. But hats off to the Mexican cartel. Honestly, I, it's kind of dystopian in third world, but... We might need some of these practices over here. You know what I mean? You start showing us some slanted news. We need a guy in a ski mask threatening to cut your head off. We need <laughs> we need real consequences for all this bullshit journalism happening. 
Let's get it going. I'm not advocating. I'm just saying it fun thought experiment. And if you have the resources, I don't know. If you don't have the resources, sell drugs. And then you'll get the resources, <laughs> according to fucking El Mencho. Um, I think that's about it. What do you got? Got a gloves off. Oh, no. And I'm coming at you hard, Dr. Jumana Nagarwala. Nagarwala? Yeah, Jumana. <laughs> what is that, she, Irish? Uh, yeah, it's fucking uh, Muslim Irish hard. Coming out of Detroit, Michigan, where we all know the Muslims <laughs> love Michigan. Oh, uh, Dearborn. Most Muslim city in the country. Yeah, so they go hard over there, and, uh, I mean, Muslims just go off the hook, and I didn't know that doctors were in on this. I mean, this is uh, one of those, like, we're talking about, like, the sect of the sect of uh, that has become I- ISIS. This is the extreme sect yeah, of yeah. Muslimhood. Uh, this lady's going to court because she's been cutting off the clits of seven-year-old girls across the country for years as part of religious obligation and cultural tradition that had mothers and daughters traveling all over. Like, this lady was so good, they would all come to her like, this is the click cutter. That's fucking absurd. So she was like a, uh, she was on the road. No, the doctor stayed. All the kids oh, the would kids come to came. her. One oh, well, then that's, don't blame her. Blame the stupid fucking parents. This uh, And they dropped a bunch of the cases, and they're only, like, trying her for one. So a bunch of the victims of this lady are, like, on Twitter being like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They're not busting this lady? Get what? the fuck out of here! Whoa, Pacino doesn't like that. <laughs> one of the moms who is brought up in the trial, she brought her kids down for this clit cutting, and she told her kids it was going to be a girls' weekend. So you thought you were gonna get your nails painted? Yeah. Also, it not, doesn't make any sense because isn't like most of the clit inside? I think they rip up the hood. The uh... they take everything. I mean, I don't know if they dig the whole thing out or just like, oh, uh, dude, right, well. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But they, I think they cut off the hood, and these people are trying to say that yeah, we did it, but it's more just like shaving or trimming. We don't really cut or brutalize, but the kids who've grown up and are talking about it. Uh, oh, no. I, th- I was just going to do a quick Google, but they said there's there's four different types of FGM. Yeah, I know. Female genital mutilation. There's a bunch of different kinds. Whoa. Dude, so one of them, they just take the clip from the outside. That's a, st- that's a stage one. Stage two, uh, or type two, I guess, is uh, removal of the labia and the clit. Type three, look at this. Look at the graphic, dude. Type three, they just seal you up. Brutal. Brutal, dude. Uh, Allah Ogbar hates clits. Why? I guess they kind of were. They're trying to like make it akin to circumcision, except. Um, Bro, you don't even want me to read type four. You're taking away the pleasure zone. So these girls are bum. Muslim dudes, I guess, don't want their women to enjoy sex. Because if you rip the clit off, sex is going to suck with your wife your That's whole That's the whole life. point. Yeah, but you still... I get, I get the whole, like, hey, I want to fuck whenever I want, when I want, bitch. Like, this is Oh, mine. hell yeah, dude. But uh, you still want the girl to want to be into it because, you know... 
yeah. I mean, you know, when you well, I think when you have quick rushed, hey, we got to work in 30 minutes sex, or you have, you know, we're both way into it and we got the money and the time kind of sex, it's different. So I don't think they have any of that. No passion in the Muslim community. No, because so their whole thing is like, especially in, I forget what it's called, but there's a word for it in Afghanistan because they're like, they're just so much, they're like, women are for babies. That's it. When I want to fuck for pleasure, I fuck little boys. <laughs> so they're like... Well, yeah, we all know about fucking... They just don't even think of, of women as people. They're just like, no, like, that's that's how I get sons. And if they have daughters, it's like, ah, oh, god damn. I think... Like Trade her for a cow or something. I think that's how dolphins are. Where <laughs> they, they have sex for... Uh, they have sex for reproduction, and then uh, they just kind of swim off with their bros and stick each other's dicks in their blowholes and stuff and have fun. Uh, listen, you see those maps of, like... Uh, like global religions it's like christianity it's like the u.s and europe and like australia and then it's like eastern orthodox is like eastern europe and russia and then it's like buddhism is like china and india and well hinduism blah blah, blah. and then it shows islam and it's just the entire ocean because dolphins are just down there <laughs> oh, i didn't know where you were going yeah. dolphins are just they got the largest territory in the world dude the open seas dude dolphins are in literally they're all wearing every, those fucking hats every ocean even some there's some freshwater dolphins brackish dolphins yeah that's how that's why muslim that's why that's the biggest religion in the world because of dolphins oh and hear me out on this i'm pretty sure look at the dolphins point, migratory migratory patterns you'll see and they all coincide with terrorist acts yes. that's how they they get like bombs and shit across borders as they're like meat fucking uh <laughs> Meet Mr. Squeakles off the dock at nine, and he just rolls up with dynamite strapped to him. We actually did that. Well, what they never covered was um, where were the dolphins on 9-11. I'll tell you where. They were all in the fucking Hudson, yeah. swimming around, distracting cops, being like, feed us fish, feed us fish. And Let then... me ask you this. Where did 9-11 happen? Mostly, aside from the Pentagon. Well, no, no, fuck the Pentagon, right? The Pentagon, Washington, D.C. Right by the ocean. Yeah. Right by the ocean. New York, an island. The dolphins are probably like flinging free crab to all the people around there and distracted them. Or... Dolphins are so distracting. Go to SeaWorld. Try to, try to think of anything else going on in your life besides dolphins doing flips. <laughs> I heard they were in New Jersey celebrating after the towers went down. That's just from a friend of a friend. There's a way more to the story, but I like the way we went with this better. Basically, fuck this lady. I hope she goes to prison for cutting off the clit so women. Yeah, this is not a Dr. Kevorkian type thing where it's like, oh, they wanted a way out and the, you know, personal sovereignty. And, you know, it's an actual philosophical case. You're a shitty person. You're fucking with kids, dude. Like, what if they don't want to be in your stupid fucking religion? What if they smoke pot because they're in Michigan? What if they fucking watch that 70s show and all of a sudden they realize their whole goddamn life is a lie? Yeah, or they take a trip to Montreal and catch a little freedom, a little <laughs> French freedom up there. Some freedom fries. Oh, dude. Freedom poutine, at a least. cheese and gravy on them? But, uh, yeah, I mean, just... And with, like, I, this whole thing has to be, like, dealt with on a state-to-state -state basis because of the freedom of religion. You can't federally say you can't cut off clits. So, uh, I guess we're stuck between you know well that was a huge problem when they were evacuating people from afghanistan recently they were like yeah there's out of like all the people we got out um uh, like a third of the adult men we asked we're like oh is this your daughter he's like no this is my wife <laughs> like all the people they were evacuating it's like ah shit oh culture huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well i just wanted to bring up the f i'm just saying i hope she was doing a uh, type one Type one would be ideal. She Type did one. claim she did light in the in the in the uh, trial. 
transcripts, she said she did light shaving, not cutting. Bro, if she's doing a type four, give her the chair. Give her the chair. Here's type four. This type consists of all other procedures to the genitalia, all previous that I've mentioned, including, but also including pricking, piercing, incising, scraping, burning, or cauterizing. So uh, the goal is to just mangle it and fuck up all the nerves. You do this to your women. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, oh, that's racist or that's xenophobic or whatever. It's like, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Well, earlier. In the, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Earlier in the pod, I did say that. It's I, our religion. No, you're a bad guy. No. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I was just thinking, I was, I prefaced myself earlier because I'm like, this might sound pretty brutal and sexist. I want women to cook for me and I like to fuck them too. You know, but uh, yeah, it these... doesn't sound so sexist now, does it? Huh? No, nah, dude, I have shaved like two clits in my life and I was blacked out. I didn't even really cut them. And... Oh, well, I mean, you know, college is weird. Yeah. I looked up for the definition. Sorry to cut you off, but I got. No, my... that was about it. I got my computer here. I looked up the definition for El Mencho and it says Spanish to English translated. El Mencho means the Mencho. Help me out here, guys. What the fuck is Mencho? Got to be Mensch. They must have watched, like, because uh, they always have Jews in, like, Goodfellas. Is there a Jew character in Scarface? Because the Latino gangsters prefer Scarface over There's Robert Scorsese. Loja, who I know. Robert Loja, I think, is Jewish in real life, but I don't think he's a Jew in Scarface. Okay. That's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's sugar daddy at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, oh, El Mencho means... Um, Depending on how you use it in context, it can mean rude, oafish, or having bad taste. Usually, the Mexican nicknames are insulting. You know, usually. Uh, no, but it's like usually when their nickname terrible. is Pumba or Gordo, you know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gaudy. So, definitions three or four are three and four are uh, having bad taste and gaudy. So he, but he's also he's the leader of a cartel. So he's probably wearing like those shiny shirts, like the shiny paisley shirts, all unbuttoned. You know what I mean? Like a, one of those Havana hats. Yeah, how I would dress if I was in his position. But, yeah. El Mencho the Rude. Hats off to you, El Mench. Hats off to uh, whoever gets to pull the switch on that fucking, the electric chair that kills this fucking evil doctor. Um, that's about it. Do you got anything else? No, we're done, though. So. What are we doing time-wise? 47. 47. Yeah, we're good enough. Let me save this one for next week. It's a good one. I want to give it its fair shake. Like my dick at a urinal. It deserves a nice shake. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we're cutting this one early because we're going to work on something else for you. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. But for now, go follow at HogoPod on Instagram. Uh, that's where you can drop any comments, corrections, suggestions, good old-fashioned hate mail. All dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. Uh, follow the production team at at Beam Jeremy. I'm at Mitchell Phil Up. And... Um, Show me proof that you referred somebody to this podcast. I will Venmo you a dollar. I've done it twice. My record speaks for itself. Also, Billy Davey, we're getting you that autograph, all right? Don't worry. We got we're you, working bro. on it. You know what I mean? We got to pull strings. I'm, I got my people reaching out to their people. Yeah, you, you, you hate that, you know, when other celebs won't just give you their info. You're like, I'm not, you know what I mean? And it's weird that we're doing it to each other. Like, we're, he just wants a picture of us together, and we're like, we're getting all our people in the way. But we got to, it's business, man. Yeah, I mean, you want, hey, it's not show fun. No. It's show business, my friend. We're, we're both know what we're doing. Thanks for listening to Hats Off, Gloves Off. I love you, buddy.